You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Greetings, everybody. Big Cheese KIT here, and you're listening to this Rare Drop podcast. I would like to thank Zydax and Human Scale for sponsoring our office. It's so cozy here. Speaking of cozy, it's the holiday season, which means that it's time for King's Coast Cocoa and the Christmas Blend. You can check it out at kingscoastcoffee.com. While you're looking for Christmas gifts, tickets for GCX are on sale. That's GC Experience. Make your way to gcxevent.com slash tickets and make that purchase. For more events, products, the merch store, or information in regards to Rare Drop, check us out at raredrop.co. Hey everyone, hello chat, how are you? How are you? Hope you're doing good. Uh, welcome back. This is the uh, this is the return episode of Ask Bro Man. This is Ask Bro Man episode 96, and our guest today is uh, internet sensation Connor Eats Pants. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Good Connor. to be here. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm happy that you're here. Um, so we were talking a little bit beforehand um, about, about, you know, like, oh, what are we going to talk about tonight? So I'm just going to open the floor up to you in the beginning and say, um, you know, I'd love to hear how you got started making content when you got started and then we can sort of go from there yeah uh i i mean i would say like i got started making content when i was young i mean i used to really like recording like i remember when pokemon diamond and pearl came out on the ds and i was little i would record it with a camcorder and like the macro zooms and the quality was fine record me playing that and upload it to youtube in like 2008 holy crap with like my little voice trying to commentate it and stuff that's Um, a long time yeah a long time and i always kind of did stuff here and there whether it was like sketch stuff with my friends for a while but i also always knew i wanted to do something like what i do now in terms of but at the time i was thinking more youtube and that's what i started with is i did youtube for a bit just like funny little gaming comedy videos or gaming commentary Mm -hmm. um for a while you i think you might remember um at one point the week Taken King came out in Destiny. Okay. I I made a video called How to Be Batman in Destiny. It was a little joke video, but it got movie of the week. Uh, from okay. Bungie. I do feel like I remember my mind. that. I remember being in math class, thinking, seeing that, getting that notification, just freaking out. But uh, <laughs> that's it was a amazing. Little bit after after that, that I really started putting time into streaming instead, because once I started doing it. I realized that I got pretty much everything that I wanted out of content creation from streaming more so than I did YouTube, which was that like audience interaction and seeing people react like live and knowing that like, I guess saying something immediately getting that feedback, whereas YouTube comments just wasn't doing that for me. I, you know, that's really interesting that you bring that up because I, I felt the same way when I started streaming. That was, you know, I, I actually hated making produced content. I was like, I was fucking, I hate this shit. Like, uh, what I'm just going to do it one time and I'm funny I'm, what editing. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then to, to come to Twitch where it's more like, you know, like performing on a street corner, you know, right. Yeah. Like, like your fire dancer or something, then you have you and you have like immediate feedback. So, you know, immediately whether or not your joke was funny or whatever. And that's like, it's like incredibly addicting. So yeah. you, you started making content when you were really little, when did you start doing it like consistent? consistently um once i kind of started streaming in like 2016 or 2017 i want to say like i started streaming in like 2016 for a bit not consistently at all 
Um, but like I referred some of my YouTube subs over there, which is like maybe a thousand at the time. Okay. Um, but I mean, the only people that came over were probably like five or six. Like it's hard to move audiences. Yes, it is. Um, so I, I started with that. And, um, from there, I really only started doing streaming on a consistent level around mid 2017, I would say. Okay. Where I would go live every night at about 8 PM. After you smashed a Pikachu. Yeah. (laughs) Usually go for about two hours. Uh, okay. and then go to bed cause I had school the next morning. So I would, I would, so that's how I'd do it. That's actually really, um, and I love it. I love this super hard. <laughs> um, that's actually really counterintuitive. Um, the fact that you were streaming two hours a night, most people are like, if you can't stream fucking eight hours, then don't stream. So what was, what was the, why, like what, what was the why behind I'm going to do two hours no matter what? Uh, like I mean, it evening. was just because, I mean, I did enjoy it. And I also, yeah. I guess, wanted to prove to my family that, like, you know, if I keep doing it like this, it could mm. be something that ends up being worth it in the long run. Like, you don't need to be like, why are you doing that? Like, there are people that show up. There are people that care. I mean, even yeah. though at the time, like, I would say, I mean, I, when I started, I mean, the affiliate program wasn't even a thing. It came around, like, a year after. But yeah. I mean, if I was making like a hundred dollars a month, they could at least see something from that. And if you want to get started at all in terms of making it like an actual job, which I always say you shouldn't start with that mindset. Yeah. But you fully uh, agree. Like, you need to you need to treat it like one, which is, you know, being there at the right time, being there consistent. Yeah. So you that's really interesting. So you and I have a lot of in common, apparently, um, because one of the one of the big milestones for me was you know, proving to my parents, even though I was like, I was, I was 27, 26, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, wait, no, hang on. Oh, fuck Connor. Oh no. I was 20. <laughs> I'm 33 right now. I was, I was 26 when I started streaming. Um, uh-huh. and, and like that was, that was basically when my dad and I had a conversation and he said, uh, in, in nicer words, but the, the summation of the conversation was I, uh, like I'm disappointed in you. I think you're making a huge mistake with your life. Um, and I hope that you stop believing this silly dream, uh, and go back to, you know, getting a real job. And that, that was, um, that was like a, a turning, like a galvanizing point for me. I was like, Oh, you know what? You know what? Fuck you. (laughs) like i'll i'll do anything i can to make this work um because it really gave me like that energy to to sort of push back so so let's like let's move forward a little bit have you had like a did you have a moment this is like everybody in chat likes to ask this one did you have a moment where you felt like you made it like where you're like oh okay i'm full-time now or was it more Uh, of a process for you yeah i mean there was a moment i love it (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there's multiple times that I consider like the moment where I think sure. I'm full time, like even like right now, like with everything that's, that's blown up this year, like I'm still cautious to be like full time, even though it absolutely is. And I should believe that it's just so fast. It's like, wow, that it's is hard. The case now. But uh, I, there was a time, I think, over the summer where I turned on my stream in like June mm-hmm. and then like right as I turned it on, I looked back after getting water and there were already 250 people there. And I was like, yeah. I literally just started. I didn't have to get up there throughout my stream i just turned it on and there's 200 people here and that's when it kind of hit me like oh my god like this is something that i can really foster and make into a reality yeah yeah i that there there's a it's really 
it's always humbling to me that like when you hit the go live button and then like those first few hundred people that show up like right away, mm-hmm. I just think like, ho- like, holy fuck, I'm so honored by them. Right. Like Absolutely. you cannot believe that you've like you're sitting there and it showed up on your phone and you were like, fucking go. It's Connor time. Like, fucking like, yeah, no. And I mean, even like that feeling, I mean, I can go way back with that back to when I first started in like 2016, not even consistently because wow. I've always said my to my chat, like, listen, the reason I'm still here is because those people that first showed up at the beginning, because I remember when I started mm-hmm. with just trying Twitch, I didn't even know that like I liked it better than YouTube when I first started trying it. There were like two to three viewers that would show up whenever they could. And that was like crazy to me. That was, that was yeah. like these people care about me and like me. And the crazy thing about that and what I think is awesome about my stream is pretty much all those people who watched in 2016 are still in my chat, still founders, yeah. still there. And I think I, I talked to my partner manager about it recently, but the uh, I have more founders still in my chat as a partner than most than most people on the site. I believe people that. Stuck with me a long time. And it's it's super just humbling and incredible to me. Do you, um, do you, what do you think caused that? I, I would say I always kind of fostered my stream around interaction with chat and community. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like community is kind of like an overused term with a lot of streamers like, oh, the community. But for me, it's like my, my stream is what it is because I'm, I'm vibing off the chat, responding to the chat, playing the game response to the chat. I'm not good at a game. (laughs) <laughs> so i mean i'm just making jokes i'm trying to make the chat laugh and responding yeah. and yeah. Then on top of that what i would say is the biggest tool for a small streamer um is right around when i started streaming that's when discord started and ah yeah. so with discord it created a way for me to constantly be in touch with the people that watch me just in casual conversation throughout the day just by being in my discord and interacting with people which has actually turned pretty much every single one of my original viewers into lifelong friends now that's They'll talk to them, hang out that's actually incredible so so i i really want to drill down into discord with you for a second because i yeah. i was like one of the first people that used discord like they they like approached me like hey we're making this fucking product do you think like maybe people will use it and i was like tell me about it and they're like well it's like a voice chat but like instead of ventrilo and everything else you don't need socket ids or any of this other shit you just <laughs> post a link in chat and then people are there and i fucking shit bricks i was like <laughs> I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever like heard of in my entire life. This is how it should work. Um, and, but, but even then, like, I, I don't, I think because I was in there so early and I was just so focused on like the functionality of like, oh, I want to make my audio perfect for stream. I really personally, I missed, um, the incredible amount of community building you can do there until very recently. So. Mm-hmm. How do you, uh, like when you were growing, when you were starting out, how did you use Discord? Like, is there any specific ways that you approached using Discord to connect with people or to like get people in there um, so that you could have that day-to-day interaction with them? Yeah, I I have to think back, but I think the biggest thing was just, as I said, interacting in there daily. Like, just like if I was sitting on the bus or something, I would pull up my phone and see if anybody's in there and just chat or whatever, talk about stuff. I saw news, I'd talk about it in there as well as on stream or anything, just like a normal chat room environment, I guess. And uh, it, when people came to my stream, this is, you know, before I even averaged 10 viewers, if there was somebody new and they were talking for even a little bit, mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, you should join the Discord because ah. I felt like I would I would prioritize joining the Discord over even following the stream because if I got someone in the Discord, even if they end up leaving after day, at least they got in there and they tried to interact with the community and they tried 
to be in that environment because then that's what I feel made them into like longtime viewers. That is <laughs> so awesome to hear. So um, when I was getting started, I would prioritize people telling all of their friends about my stream over like anything else. Um, so it's really interesting to, for you, it was join the discord, right? Um, mm -hmm. because for me, and I think this is important and, and I'm, I'm curious about your approach to this too, because you've sort of come up through a completely different pathway than I have. But like, you know, when I started streaming on Twitch, everyone would ask me why I didn't have a tip button when I like, and I was like, well, I'm not partnered. Like, well, you don't have to be partnered to have a tip button. You just need to have a PayPal link. And I said, no, I'd always tell people instead of tipping me, tell like five friends and mm -hmm. and like have them come in here and see if it's what they like and i i think that that like the decision to do that one thing benefited me growing in the beginning so much because it wasn't like there was ever until later there wasn't ever really any explosive growth it was all really slow and consistent of you know people telling their friends and then their friend shows up and then they're integrated into the community this is also like seven years ago on twitch so things were very different yeah, Twitch. This is back when Twitch felt very much like Mixer feels right now. Like Mixer feels like everybody knows each other and it's like a big, happy, cuddly family. Um, and Twitch definitely used to feel like that. But as it grew, uh, things changed. And that's actually one of the things I hope Mixer does really good in the long term is like if they can figure out how to yeah, how to keep that vibe, keep that and then scale, they will they will clean everyone's clocks. And that would be really cool to see. Um, yep. So. Uh, another thing that I, I was like curious about, or I wanted to know if you had any insight was, um, do you have any specific approaches on your stream to monetization? Like, is there, do you have like any good rules for someone who might be starting out? You know, like how did that evolve for you? Cause that's another thing that I think tri trips people up when they get started is they, they know they need some money or they really want money kind of depends on their state of mind and they don't know the what what are the best ways to go about it? So right. so yeah. So like for you, what were your what were your processes? Like what was your best way? I mean, when I first started, I again I had no goal of. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I did it because I genuinely enjoyed it, and so I didn't. I mean, I, money was like, oh, cool, someone gives me money, that's awesome. But it wasn't what I was looking for. I had a tip button, and I, this was from a time before the sure. program launched. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I only had the tip button and like if someone donated like a, just a ridiculously long alert because I never expected that to be a thing. <laughs> I think it was literally 30 seconds of the song A Horse With No Name just playing. Oh, like, wow. Cowboys on the screen or something. <laughs> it would completely disrupt the whole stream for just a dollar because I had no yeah. expectation on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I mean, having like looked at Twitch and seeing small streamers that now like the goal is affiliate and then now that they mm -hmm. can work towards emotes and stuff i think that i mean if you're going to go for monetization i would say you should probably like you want to gain subscribers you want you want people to be interacting in that way mm -hmm. but i think on top of anything it's more important to just to do it because you enjoy it and not absolutely care about the money until that becomes something that can actually sustain you yeah my goal when i my goal when i started streaming um was to get partnered first since it took that was like the hardest thing, right, was to get partnered. And then and then when you when I got partnered, it was an ad button. You got partnered and you got an ad button. And then there was another tier of partner that got you the sub button. Um, mm -hmm. 
So like for me, like the ability, I was like, oh, my God, I can run ads. I can like pay for groceries with stream. This is insane. Like, oh, my God, ten dollars. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Like I sat on my ass to play video games. So I, I definitely agree. I, I think that the affiliate pathway has made things a lot clearer for folks up yeah. front. Like these are the things that are going to add value to you and, and the site and things like that. I, I will say in regards to the affiliate program, sure. a partner, I feel like having gone through that process yeah. this year and late last year, uh, I think that that's a, a path that probably needs some tweaking. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. as someone that, I mean, late last year, 15 to 20 average viewers, I was like, if I can just hit that 75, there mm. we go. But then once I got there this year and everything was going so fast, like, uh huh. It, it, it was it was not as simple as 75 it was there was so many different factors involved and it I, and having seen friends in similar positions that have also tried that yeah uh it's i just want to say to affiliates it's it's not 75 it's it's a lot more than that it's a lot more consistency and like how much you're and this is this shouldn't this isn't a knock towards switch it's obvious sure. how much money you're bringing towards the site is a big factor too that is that is uh that is very true um, that's actually, that's actually something that, that people get on Twitch a lot about is that like that flex room, but like when you put it that way, like they're, they're approaching everything as a business. So that means that if somebody is generating more money for them, then like, of course they're going to go, Oh yeah, well let's fast track this person because they clearly have like this, this form of connection. You, you have an incredibly engaged community. I just want to say, like, um, usually when I do this and I have a guest on, there's like one or two people in chat from, from them. <laughs> yeah. Like this chat right now basically belongs to you. Like it is, it is all your folks. And I think that's so cool. That's um, something that like for real I think I, yeah. is my emotes. And I think that that for an affiliate, that's something that you should, and this is, we're going on tangents, but I think it's important to say in regards to affiliates and monetization is your emotes and even when i was an affiliate your mm -hmm. emote you had won is important it's something yes. you want people to be able to use around everywhere no matter what i completely like I, I completely agree like um your emote is like your calling card to the rest of twitch uh <laughs> yeah. and it is and there's absolutely there have been people um and i'll 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 say this like i rated somebody last week because i kept seeing her emotes and Everyone who used her emotes was fucking nice, like mm -hmm. the nicest, most supporting person. And I was like, oh, well, I keep seeing these emotes next to nice people. I click the name on the emote and I was like, oh, OK, it's it's. Um, it's oh, that was the greatest uh, feature, because when yeah. you first started affiliate, you didn't have the um the click. It didn't, it didn't tell you the name when you clicked on it, but they added yeah. that like late last year. And I was like, oh, my God, thank yeah. you. So 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 I clicked on her name and I was like, OK, well, I'm rating this person the next opportunity I, I have. And and it was like a really awesome experience. So your your emotes kind of like your calling card and and having like a strong brand uh, behind your emotes is is really smart or doing something that's uh, intentionally different, uh, like all of your emotes. <laughs> what was your first yeah. emote? Was it this weird like uh <laughs> It's the whooper from Pokemon. The whooper. Smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a and happy now I guy. Have the new one that I, we literally just flipped the smile upside down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at all those whoopers, bud. Yeah. Look at them whoopers. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, you you own my you own this. Uh, you it's not my chat. It's the rare drop chat. Is that a doctor disrespect whooper? <laughs> yeah, I think I have to remove that one soon. I heard. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. 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 Um. <laughs> So that that's actually 
<laughs> parlaying that a little bit, you you over the past uh, year, uh, uh, maybe longer, I apologize if I am bad on my timeline, but like I have seen you work with some of the biggest names on YouTube uh, and it's been really awesome to see. So and I don't know how much of your process on this you can like talk about, but like I think for everyone who's getting started, one of the biggest barriers is how do I approach somebody who might be larger than I am or more influential than I am and say, hey, I think we would make good content together or I, I like what you're doing and I'd like to collaborate um, without, you know, everyone's concern is they're going to come off as like, you know, like clout chasing basically. Right. So, so how, how did you go about that? Or how did, how did those things happen for you? I think that that would help a shit ton of folks. Um, yeah. Well, I think I'd be lying if I said most of those opportunities weren't in luck or someone coming to me. Sure. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'll just explain like kind of how all that took off. I was friends with, there is a YouTuber named Scott the Waz. I'm not sure if you've heard of them, but they do like Nintendo kind of YouTube videos. Funny, kind of what like JonTron used to do. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to do used to do video games mainly. Yeah, I got you. That's pretty much what he does. Cool. And um, I found him when he was really small, and then he blew up, and we were friends. And mm -hmm. through that, I got to know a few more people. But then the main thing that happened is uh, late last year, I met somebody named Jay Schlatt, and mm -hmm. he was. He, the reason I found him, and this is why the Discord is handy, I had someone in my Discord who's an active member of my community that recommended his stuff to me. I started watching him, followed him on Twitter, became friends. He started coming to my stream, and then right as his stuff started blowing up, because he knew, and this is all, everything on platforms like this is, sure. you know somebody who knows somebody. Yeah, else. you're all interconnected, yeah. Um, Big YouTuber named Call Me Carson started a Minecraft server. And it was only for streamers. You had to be streaming to be on it. And it was, mm -hmm. he was making a lot of funny YouTube content on it too from stream highlights. Um, he had Jay Schlatt on. And when it was really small and just getting started, uh, Schlatt said, hey, you need to get this Connor guy on here. He's really funny. He will vibe perfectly with all this. Mm. And so I was on vacation at the time. He offered that to me. And I messaged him back. I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. I'll do that when I come back. And uh, huh. once I did that i was it was just right place right time for a multitude of reasons sure um, like is that right when minecraft sort of had yes. this like second renaissance as well yeah, yeah. in fact I, I mean i people don't really talk they always say it was pewdiepie but actually that server that carson started i think was really the catalyst for minecraft blowing up again certainly there were so many memes and so many people talking about it and so many videos being millions of views just based off the funny antics on this minecraft server yeah and so from that um, I mean, I went from, you know, 10 to 15 people on average to like 20 to 30 in like a week, then like 50, 60. And mm -hmm. then around there, I had, uh, and this is, I would say the biggest thing of the year is a clip of me digging straight down in Minecraft <laughs> blew up because someone in chat goes, Hey, I'll give you $20 if you dig straight down. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, that sounds good. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to dig straight down. And if you're lying, you get banned. And so I immediately, one block, dig down, immediately fall in the lava and lose everything. Uh, okay. Just immediately. Yeah, everything that was gone. fantastic. Yeah, that's great. And uh, that clip. And <laughs> Dude, you literally own my chat right now. The, the clip showed up in like two seconds. This is amazing. <laughs> well, a lot of people know it that don't even, they realize it's me later on. Sure, sure, it, sure. It became the number one Minecraft, Minecraft clip of all time in a day. <laughs> 
because it got posted on Reddit and yeah. all over Twitter and mm-hmm. just everywhere. I mean, it got 500,000 views or no, 400,000 in, in just a single day. Wow. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. So it um, was, and would, so would you say that this piece of content was sort of the catalyst for a lot of people discovering you? Yes. I remember made it to I Buzzfeed. Was, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was, I was sick that night that it started blowing up and I had uh, another creator named Ludwig, who's also blown up crazy this year, mm-hmm. reach out to me because he knew I was in his chat sometimes. And he was like, hey, I saw your clips blowing up on Livestream Failed or Reddit. Uh, you should go live right now because then people can see like, oh, this this clip is live. Like the streamer is live. Right. I was like, oh, my God, it's a great idea. Even though yep. I was sick, I just took medicine and just got on stream. And had like a plus hundred viewers for a non-event for like the first time. And from there, uh, it was just a steady climb all up through the summer. Yeah. So, (laughs) so I actually feel like your, your whole explanation there is, is like a reminder to everyone to like, talk to people that do what you do right like Mm -hmm. they're like nobody who and and i've been searching right like that monolith that person who did it without networking right they just blew up overnight or whatever and like um you know everyone i've ever had on here um is (laughs) everyone i've ever had on here has has had a very similar story um so I feel like that just reiterates the fact that like you you never know the people that you make shit with when you're getting started like you never know where you're going to end up. Right. And that's why I say like networking is not looking up and asking it is looking to, the, to your left and right and saying who's on your level because you never know when that person that's your friend is going to get the opportunity and then they'll invite you. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean that I mean that's very similar to the opportunity that was presented with you know when Destiny came out on Twitch for me and me and Goth and T-Rex and a lot of the people who started streaming that game early on really consistently was like these the they the, all of those relationships before that game came out were already established you yep. know we were already friends we already played together you know we knew each other well enough to look at one another and say you are good at MMOs right you you two okay like what if we tried to do this world first thing um <laughs> yeah i, I want to add on to like you know like people having catch people that are larger with you mm-hmm. uh one thing that hit, hit me earlier this year like a reality check sure that, that before i had blown up it was always once i get that host from the streamer then it will start and mm. then then that's when things will change for me mm-hmm. i had multiple hosts that you know 200 300 plus sometimes even a thousand plus yeah that was never that never even slightly changed my average viewer count i would say it it was just a consistent a consistency in building up my own people my own community that like mm-hmm. me and yes. like what i do it, it and that's why like it, it i really do think growing on twitch is it, it it's difficult it's genuinely difficult but not for the reasons people always say it's it's the consistency and the slow path up that is that is the the difficulty instead of i don't know what i'm trying to say but it's it, it's not it's not an instant growth that's going to happen yeah. it has to be a, a presence that when you look at it in hindsight it's like oh yep that's when that's when that happened i no, i i, I mean i say i say something in, incredibly similar you can't wait for someone else to notice you and and make your whole career um <laughs> 
<laughs> your your fucking chat in here is fucking <laughs> killing me. They're hilarious. Um, props to everyone in Connor's community. Y'all are like making it hard for me to stay focused. Um, <laughs> but like that's that's something I, I I said all the time. You know, I started streaming on Twitch. All of my networking was done off of Twitch. I didn't get a raid from a major content creator until after I was partnered. Like after I had, I think I I was full time. And I think I was averaging like enough money to pay my rent. And that was like the first time um, who I think it was Cherno rated me who mm-hmm. I love Cherno chat. He's fucking incredible guy. Um, it's probably my longest sub on Twitch. But like I I never I just went around to try and like I just want to hang out with people like I wanted to be in people's chats like I was obsessed with Twitch. I was constantly talking to people and and eventually like that interaction uh leads somewhere and that's i think that's the key is that like you have to have the patience and the understanding and and like a lack of expectation right like i can't expect every person i reply to on twitter i'm like better get fucking clout from this or like every time i hit the like button on instagram like hope they fucking see this shit like (laughs) you know like that's not networking like like being friends with people who are around you or that you see regularly is right. And I think another important factor in that is like throughout all of that, like, you know, that growth, I was always active in multiple different Twitch chats, different communities, whether it was mm-hmm. you and goth or whether it was a whole different side of Twitch, be it like, I remember like mango Ludwig, Clint Stevens, all these people that I had watched for a long time. Yeah. When stuff started picking up for me, people noticed and they recognized me from being in their chats and then they would support me as well. I never asked you or Goth or anybody throughout all these years for a raid or for anything mm-hmm. at all in that way. I remember every time I would talk to you guys about my stream, would be it through a donation or anything, I would uh like I would always say in the donation, hey, you don't have to read this on stream. Like yeah. I just wanted to share that. You were very conscientious of of making sure not to advertise. Which yeah, always made think, me want yeah. to shout you out every time. <laughs> yeah. You're like, don't read this on stream. And I'd be like, this Connor motherfucker, he streams and he's great. I, yeah. And I mean, it was just because yeah. like I, that I wanted to do it myself, I guess. Like I didn't, I didn't want to like always be that guy that wrote off the coattails of somebody else. You know, yeah. I wanted to do my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that it's it's crazy it's crazy to hear how um like i don't know what i was expecting to hear from you about all this stuff right like um like i i other than seeing you blow up and being like so happy for all your success um like i didn't really know much so i i i was sitting here like i'm super curious if he like like what if behind the scenes like he's like a shark (laughs) like he's just like super aggressive and he's like always chasing down people but it that's like not the case at all right like um which leads me to another question and and I'm super yeah, curious I mean, would you I, I would yeah. say that that is before you move that that is my biggest piece of advice to a small streamer is, is to be active be active and all these people that you watch because when stuff if stuff does take off people will take notice and they will know and then they will reach out to you 100% it's yeah yeah would you consider yourself extroverted or introverted oh like <laughs> in real life very introverted yeah very much so yeah Yeah. i would say i'm a very introverted person but then like that yeah that blows my fucking mind 
yeah it's <laughs> it's just how i am but like i mean i'm a little bit better about it online but in mm-hmm. person i'm 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 more quiet and reserved especially on people i don't know yeah that's all so 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 do you have advice for somebody who's introverted because this is a question i answer a lot and i can't really answer it from a place of like incredibly authentic truth because i'm an i'm an extrovert what <laughs> like in a big way so yeah. What what is your advice to somebody who wants to get into streaming that might be introverted that 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 is like worried about putting themselves out there or like you know all of the hundreds of things that you know you have to well, deal with? Yeah, I mean, what I did and what I still do is I stream without a cam. I it's it's definitely more difficult to grow on Twitch in in that way mm-hmm. without a camera. But I mean, if that's what makes you most comfortable and that's what helps you put on the best show and be more extroverted and be more interactive and lively then if that's what you got to do that's what you got to do and so that's what i did that's um that's awesome and that actually led to (laughs) you answering the next question i had which was which was about face so that was an intentional choice to not use your face cam because it made you more comfortable yep and and you think that simply just saying you know what like i know that this may huge quotes uh (laughs) De- decelerate my growth right um i don't care because it's what's going to help me make my best content yep absolutely and that's, that's wild that's what i always did i remember i did like a, like one or two face cam streams like at the beginning of this year before anything changed for me and just just to like see because i remember late last year like i said like guys look like i'm in college now like i can do this for another year to all my active members play if stuff really doesn't like blow up for me this year I'm going to have to like not do this as consistently and like get on with my life and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was making some changes to my stream here and there, like trying face cam and stuff, but it, it just wasn't for me. I, it, I wasn't putting on the same level of content I was before. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just how I am. Like I just yeah. felt there's a layer of anonymity still on Twitch, even though now mm-hmm. I've done meet and greets at TwitchCon and sure. everything and I've met people. There's still a layer of anonymity that I feel keeps me keeps me doing what i do yeah and like keeps you keeps you like in a safe place mentally yeah because i'll definitely i mean i will definitely say like from the other side of the coin like knowing all of the time that that people are gonna fucking see my face mm-hmm. <laughs> it does get like it gets a, it gets it does get to a point where you're just like man i would love to just stream for a little bit and not have anyone go like eh, hey uh why the fuck are you bald, bud? <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I don't have hair. Fucking. Yeah. How's that make you feel? <laughs> like, <laughs> like just weird shit. Right. Yeah. Um, that you don't have to deal with. So, um, moving on to, to one more thing. And then I want to try and like rapid fire questions from people in chat. No, you're, you're good. I, okay. mean, I can do another 30 minutes. For okay, sure. cool, cool, cool. Um, what advice do you have, uh, for working with content creators that are like, way bigger than you for somebody um, if somebody gets an opportunity and like someone knocks on their door and they're like what's up bitches i'm mr five million subs on youtube and i really want your shit on my next video because i think you're fucking cool as fuck like wh- how do you how do you handle that yeah i mean i guess this is kind of a open answer but play it smart in terms of not ruining that opportunity i mean that's, okay. that's obviously easier okay <laughs> okay that device there's pretty much don't mess it up but sure well, i mean like do you, yeah. do you do you feel like is were there were there things that you made sure to do or not to do 
I I was just myself. I remember sure. when I first started on that one Minecraft server, there were a lot of people larger than me. Mm-hmm. I had the benefit of not really knowing who many of them actually were, so I didn't know who was big and who wasn't. God, but ignorance just, is such a fucking magical thing sometimes. Keep going. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and I, I was just myself, and my priority was not on talking to these other people. It was on keeping my 10 to 15 people mm-hmm. who are usually in my chat entertained. So even though I found out later on I was in a voice call with two really with people who are much larger than me and partnered on Twitch and hundreds of viewers, <laughs> I muted and deafened myself because I'd rather talk to my chat. <laughs> so <laughs> I was doing that and like just being myself, like actually caught a lot of these people's eyes and then they were like oh wait this guy's actually really cool and is doing really cool stuff and is a good guy and actually fits in with us really well and then we became great friends stay with them at TwitchCon, and now i'm friends with all these people that are so much larger than me and it's been a crazy year again yeah yeah well i think god i just like it's so cool to hear you continuously tap back to like authenticity right yeah. like you said play it smart and i said how did you play it smart you said i was myself you know, um, there, there's one of the things, and I think this is like the, this is like the Buddhist monk on the mountain (laughs) level of, of like calm you have to have about yourself when you stream, you, you are your brand and there is a, there, there is going to be a limited amount of people who like you period. right? Right. Like, like I know that I, I know that there are things about me that are awesome, but they're also detracting for other people. Like I'm loud as fuck. <laughs> I laugh a lot. I swear a lot. Um, I don't take people's shit. And like all those things that the people who are in my community, those are things that they like. Right. Yeah. But the people who aren't in my community are the people who saw one of those things and they're like, fuck that guy. I hate that. Um, and you have to be all right with not changing and just being who you are and seeing where that goes when it comes to making right. content, because putting on an uh, putting on an act continuously, the, it, it'll it'll get you nowhere. You'll trip it up and it's fucking exhausting. Yeah. And that's 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 interesting that you said that, because a lot of these bigger content creators who rated me and supported me and who I was around, like, honestly, they're chats and their communities are not exactly what i'm looking for on twitch in terms of just absolute chaos and just yeah just crazy stuff that's not exactly what i want i like my chat moving fast and being funny and like spamming emotes and whatever but i also like a layer of being able to interact yeah which is a very tough thing to strike on twitch but like whenever i get rated by these much larger people like i I kind of set the vibe and I make it clear like, hey, look, this is how stuff is run around here. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that ends up being if I wanted to be more chaotic and just always play games that are going to give me a lot more viewers, always do that. Mm -hmm. Like I I could, but it's I I feel much more fulfilled having less viewers and growing, doing variety, what I want to do and having the kind of chat that I want to. And I feel like that's a smarter move for the long run because at the very because assuming I can grow in that way, which I have been, um, then I can do whatever I want to do for as long as I want. I I just want to note for like everyone who's listening to this fucking podcast. I don't think we have had a guest on out of like everybody who has been so like front, like you just use the word I like a trillion times when you're talking about your channel. Like it's not about like doing whatever the viewers want or like all this. You were like, this is what I want. I want my chat to be like this. I want my stream to be like this. I want interaction to work like this. Like you, you, you are 
you're so in tune with like that. And I don't know if I've ever had someone say like those exact words. Like I decided that I want this kind of chat. And I, I think that's something that people don't even like fucking realize that they can be in charge of. Absolutely. Um, um, it took me a while. I didn't know. I just thought like, oh, well, chat's going to chat and whatever my chat culture is, it's out of my control. And then I met Witwix. Mm-hmm. And Witwix is um, a fucking genius <laughs> when it comes to yeah. working with Twitch chat. Like I, I was, It's funny you say that because when I started, that was like, I want to chat like Witwix's was kind of where I went. That was the exact yeah. thought that I had. I'm pretty sure a lot of my OGs can probably remember me saying that yeah. way back when i had like five viewers yeah like like wit witwicks witwicks would play twitch chat like it was the room in a comedy club and i was i mean like i lived with the fucking guy and i was captivated by his ability to do that and like i still am to this day i, I think that witwicks set one of the or i mean he still streams but witwicks has set one of like the golden standards of like a twitch chat type yeah. Like, so do you... I was literally going to say that was what I modeled mine after. And that, <laughs> that was that was what I wanted because it yeah. made me laugh. And I was like, if I was put in his position, mm-hmm. I would love to vibe with that kind of chat and that kind of stream. I'd be able to go for so long, do all this and have a great time. And that's exactly what I've created for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I I completely, yeah, I completely agree. It's, it's really cool. Uh, so like if you're, if you're getting started, an important reminder is like your, your desires in making content matter. Yeah. Which it seems like a fucking stupid thing to remind yourself. But like, yeah. I think everyone gets so obsessed with like, how do I grow? How do I get more eyes? How do I get more people? But when you are in that constant growth cycle, it really makes it hard to connect with people. Um, the explosive growth that I had, like with destiny when destiny came out i think starting like uh, like a month before crota dropped and then a a, and then start so like i guess november right november until like the december of next year i i don't know if i got less than a thousand followers per stream every single fucking stream for like over a year and one of the things that i really started to feel in the middle of all that so like march i was like I feel like I completely lost connection with like the people that founded my channel, like the people, like the folks you were saying in the beginning, because the growth came so quick. Um, And there was a a content transition in there as well, where I went from being a full-time speed runner to like playing this, you know, MMORPG style shooter game full-time because again, that's what I wanted to do. Um, But like there is something to be said about control growth on Twitch and making sure that you can maintain that level of connection because the people who who help you build your channel from the two to four viewer stage are the people that are going to be your biggest advocates no matter how big you are. Absolutely. If you go for me, like if you go visit any any of my friends that have like blown up, you know, like like (laughs) like Dr. Lupo. The mods that he has in his channel, like, are the some of the same mods that I would see every day in his channel when we were doing trials, you know? Yeah. And they are they are the people who are the most in tune with with your chat. They know you you and your mood because they fucking understand the way that you run your show. Um 
Connor has never lost. I want to read this. Connor has never lost anything. The community really has just gradually grown. And I think that that's such a positive, like that's such a positive thing. I, th- I wish that more people would strive for yeah. that. That guy was my third or fourth average viewer. Oh, yep. <laughs> so that's a great, the Connor OG is a, a name that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, usually we bring people in on voice, uh, but we didn't really set all that up today. Uh, cause I need to work through it with the guys in the office. And I honest to God, uh, didn't, didn't think of it until I sat down. Um, so here's what we're going to do chat. If you have a question for Connor, uh, or a question for me, type it in chat. Uh, I will pick, I will pick them out and, um, and we will, we will discuss them. <laughs> that one guy in chat fear, he found me through when I was asking a question on ask Romantic like two years ago. Yeah. Yep. He, that's that's right. I, you asked a question two years ago. You did. And now, and now you're a guest. <laughs> so much, so much. That makes me so fucking I remember happy. You were in the, uh, the, uh, animal area of the, uh, borderlands too. Like oh. when, when Bloodwing dies. Oh yeah. 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 Running through that. Yeah. 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 Connor is streaming today. Um, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of questions with smiles that might be repeat questions you get all the time. So I'm trying to ignore that. Is Asperoman really two years old? Yeah, it is. Um, do you, this is actually really great. And I, I, uh, you can like, if people see your hands, it's going to be okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, do you have advice on people for keeping a non-chaotic chat? Like, do you have a, a set of rules that you have behind the screen that you use to keep things under control? Right. It was kind of what you said in regards to Dr. Lupo. Like you've seen like the same people and the same mods. Yeah. Um, uh, well, most of my mods are people that have been here for a while, or if they're a new mod, they get the vibe pretty quick. And so they know like how the chat should sort of be. And when the chat, they know as well, just much as I do, if the chat is annoying and not going well, I'm not, not on my stream is not going to go well. Cause I'm not going to vibe off the chat. Well, so gotcha. they're usually pretty good at, at, kind of moving that around and keeping it moving forward uh when you're a small streamer it's it's definitely more on you to manage that than the mods uh yeah so yeah it's it's just something you you have to <laughs> learn to deal with i would say that like yeah. there's definitely been people that came into my chat when i was smaller and like were annoying and i'm gonna be like hey look dude i'm gonna be real with you, you uh, like i may have five viewers and you make that six but uh, it, it's mm-hmm. not gonna work with you in chat you gotta go <laughs> exactly so, yeah that's um that's something uh <laughs> that's something that I've like always been even even when you have a giant channel, you are probably still gonna have to mod your own chat sometimes. Like yeah. uh like for me, anytime there's like a launch and I'm on super late, all my mods have kids and they're in fucking bed. <laughs> so like I have a giant chat full of people that are like, Hey, what the fuck's going on? Hey, this game came out, you think it's nice? And I have like no mods, and I'm like, Oh god. <laughs> fucking yep. ban. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> what happened to me is a bit of a different issue is I'm friends with all my mods because there are a lot of sure. my OGs. I'm actually good friends now and talk to them mm-hmm. on Discord outside of stream now. And so now my problem is all my mods are friends as well. And so if I get raided, my mods might, might not be there because they're all on Discord playing Fortnite together. Fucking so chilling out. Yeah. There, and yeah. they'll be like, hey, help. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, all right. And they'll come in. Yeah. <laughs> you're triggering people with the Fortnite comments. Um, 
so yeah we i had some a couple of questions but uh, uh that i wanted to read but i don't have a mouse so i can't scroll back up so if you posted a question earlier go ahead and post it again because again uh connor's chat is in charge yeah, right now yeah, kind of and over. they love to spam um yeah oh this this was it thank you red advisor what do you do to stay focused on uh to stay focused or what do you do um when you're thinking about changing for others so you mentioned uh you mentioned that you like a lot of the things behind your channel it's very motivated by your desires how do you prevent other voices from getting into that space right in your head uh, or is I it just have, not a thing you worry about yeah. yeah i think i have a different experience dealing with that than others because okay. a lot of my growth was so immediate from minecraft that mm -hmm. my issue was i want i'm a variety person this is not me only playing minecraft Okay. So my 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 issue was how do I introduce the variety? And this is before I got partnered. I was applying and trying to get to let me in is like, do I want to not do the variety content now just so I can get partner mm -hmm. and, you know, stick to this thing? And I, I realized I had so much more fun and just genuinely enjoyed myself more when I was doing what I wanted to do. And I didn't care about all that. Um, that was a thing around then as well is right when stuff started blowing up and I was dealing with the reality that what I wanted to do in my dream might actually be coming true. Uh, that was the first time I ever started feeling anxious and hmm. almost not looking forward to a stream. Cause I was like, well, I'm going to go on and because I'm playing Minecraft or whatever, or because the chat's been really, I'm not going to enjoy this. And, but I need to do it. I need to hmm. get through it. And mm -hmm. so there was definitely like a couple of weeks there where I had to, you know, decide and, shift what I was doing for my own mental state and for the people that actually watch me. Because that was the thing as well, is a lot of people, these people that were coming to watch me play Minecraft are the same people that are going to leave whenever the bigger streamers that have supported me recently go live. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I I am much better off having 75, 80 viewers around this time playing what I want to play than I am having 500 plus playing something that I don't want to because those 75 people yeah. are the ones that are actually going to continue to support me continue to support me after Minecraft dies down again after this kind of wave moves on yeah um I think that that's I think that that is like a it's a really important thing to understand um because if you're constantly chasing whatever's generating the highest view count like eventually you're gonna burn out and it'll burn yeah. out you'll burn out really fucking hard and you might say some shit you'll regret um i've definitely seen people unfortunately like run their careers into the ground because they you know didn't want to adapt or they didn't want to just play what made them happy when their when their their cash cow game didn't make them happy anymore right. you know and that's i mean like unfortunately like that's how some people are going to decide to play the game um, I think a lot of people dealt with that in different ways when like yeah. fortnite blew up Fortnite had that wave. I definitely saw it happen with the Destiny Directory. I, I watched it happen with um, speedrunners, and then uh, speedrunners were like, oh, fuck, you know what? This is a transferable skill. I'll start learning all these other games. And then I felt like the speed, like, you know, Caleb used to only speedrun Mega Man X. <laughs> like, that was it. Like, you tune into Caleb Hardstream, and it was fucking Mega Man X all the time. And now it's, and then it was all the Mega Man games, and now it's like fucking Mega Man, and like, fuck final fantasy and like everything right yep. um so like introducing that variety and being comfortable with that that internal like conversation of you know i'm going to stream this and the 75 people that are here are the most important people in the room like legitimately 
Yeah, um, I that's interesting. So this is completely off topic, but I would say speedrunning is a great way to start a stream. Still, of, it's still a great way to start a stream because it, it gives you something you're consistently doing, and you can introduce variety to that. I feel easier than a yes. lot of other games slash directories uh, when you're doing speedrunning mm-hmm. because people get a personality out of it, and they also get you know they can see different games and get you in different places. I, it most and it's funny a lot of the big variety streamers now got started doing speedrunning or still do it here and there yeah use it to their streams. i mean i got i got my start in speedrunning um yeah. it, Wicks, clint a lot of people yeah i i think that the one of the really really cool parts about speedrunning is is like that the community is very they're very engaged <laughs> with any yeah. content and if you bring something new to the table with speedrunning like for me borderlands had a built-in community and then nobody was speedrunning it. And so I started streaming and it was like this perfect sort of little synergy. Um, yeah. And it also let me kind of do what you mentioned, run the chat the way that I want, like pay attention to it if I want to, or like if I just need a break I, and I have to focus, it's fine. Um, and and I think you hit on a something there that's, that isn't always talked about when it comes to small streamers, which is like it, a lot of the advice given to small streamers is like play in a game that nobody else is playing or mm-hmm. do this. And that's valid to an extent, but I think the actual advice there is bring stream somewhere where there is a community that can form there. And what I'm what I where mean by space. that is like, yeah, and w- your out your presence outside of Twitch connects to it. Like with Goth, he did he was in the Borderlands forums or whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, I was always interacting with the Smash community and like mm. speculating on characters and stuff. And I was on a couple of different YouTube channels where I would. Uh, talk about that and then if people happen to look into me and look into my stuff they would find my stream and stuff like that so yeah. it, it's it, i just i don't think it's realistic to expect yourself to grow by only being on twitch you need to be involved in these other places too that connect back to you yeah i i have um i used to be a dinosaur like it took me way too long to make a like an instagram account and all this other shit right and now yeah. like i fucking kick myself because i if I would have started using Instagram at the same time I started streaming and like posting clips, like that could be the biggest platform that I'm on, (laughs) you know, like there, there's so many missed opportunities. So I, I really, I agree. I think that something you need to do is try to be active everywhere. Like as much as you can, Connor, you, you have illustrated so many like really important things we've talked about here before. Um, and it's incredible to me to hear that you've been doing them since you had like four viewers and it's been a best practice that lit- like literally transcends like from the very beginning of the starting line to like the finish line that people go to yeah like um being authentic connecting with people organically making sure that you're communicating as much as you possibly can um like it's it's really incredible to see that these things are are not only just still true but they work no matter where you're at this is actually a great question that I saw posted multiple times in chat. Do you have consistent meetings with your mods or do you think you should? Consistent meetings with my mods? I mean, not really in regards to yeah. like Twitch chat or anything. I'm mainly just friends with them. So, I mean, if there's anything that's going on with like my stream or whatever, I mean, I have like a Discord channel that's just for my mods, like so talk about moderation or what's going on. Like today, yeah. like I was considering doing a Media Monday stream for Media Share. But I was like, is anybody actually going to be able to be there today? and mm. moderate the queue and they're like well no we got finals so i'm like all right i won't do it this week smart so, i mean you know there's there's some communication in regards to the stream but again a lot of it 
a lot of my chat vibe is just funny and chill that like it, they just know if you're a mod you know what the chat should be like yeah i don't really need to remind them yeah i think that's good i i think that there's you know i think that talking to your mods off stream a little bit is important because they are the most important players like in your game yeah. you know like making sure that that they're good and you know what's going on with her life and you understand um you know like some of my mods they they have a kid and they're gone for like a year and a half and then they show back up <laughs> and yeah. but i knew that they were going to be gone right like i knew they had a kid and and like they'd pop in like hey i'm you know like six months old right now like i miss the stream you know remaining in touch with these people that are going to be part of your life for a while <laughs> if you're yeah. if you're going to be streaming full time um and making sure that that you're staying in tune with anything that they might have going on is is important hundred um, percent and I, I think uh you know if, if we're, if we're talk well, that's more of something that's well, i think for more mid-sized growing streamers but if you're like small like whenever I, I i watch a bunch of small streamers i try to find people to write and stuff I think an instant turnoff for chats usually is when there's like way too many mods for your viewers or just sure, like sure. a lot of VIPs or swords Mod everywhere. Walls. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think and we talked about this earlier, as a small streamer, you're you're much more in charge of your chat than your mods should yeah. be at that point. Yeah. I like uh I like whenever I see a mod wall in my chat, it's because they're all being shit lords. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it is it is Sometimes I'll see one of them type something and I'll see another one of them type something and I go, well, here we fucking go. Yeah, when me, it's usually <laughs> one of my mods spamming their PayPal link saying, buy me this Fortnite. <laughs> you can't do that. That's not I, uh, I, be I believe I've picked out some of the people I suspect to be mods in your channel. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Stone PA, I'm assuming, is one oh, of your no, mods. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. I was talking about the PayPal link in the chat to buy them a Fortnite skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is mod abuse. In the middle of a boss playing Star Wars, can't say stop. I just did. <laughs> but yeah, again, yeah. like it, it, I can laugh at that because like yeah. that's just the vibe of my chat. Like it's funny. I'm not taking it too seriously. Where I'm like, any you know, oh man, did I say it? Did I say Stone's name wrong? <laughs> Stone PA. I call him Stone, Stone PA. Pa. It's Stone Pa. Uh -huh. Nah, Stone. He's Stone. He's from. He's from PA. You know, it's it's funny that you actually <laughs> called him out because he actually helped me grow when I was smaller as well because um he runs like a he he ran like a couple big Twitter accounts like at like for like Splatoon or something. Oh, cool! Places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um you know it, 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 that's why interacting with your community and getting them in, the, in your Discord and getting to know them is so important because you never know who knows somebody or who can connect you in different places. Yeah, so, I. Yeah. That's like the the amount of even even when your channel's like growing and you don't have like a lot of concurrence, you absolutely have no idea who's watching you. Absolutely. You know, like you could just offhandedly say like, oh, fuck, I love this goddamn, um, you know, this like the quarterback for so and so. And they're like, oh, that's fucking nuts. I train them five times a week. And then suddenly you're, you know, on the field. That shit happens all the time. Um, and it's starting to happen more often, especially now that people in outside spaces are really interested in Twitch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was at my, thanks Drake. Thank you. I was at my very southern family's uh, side of the family's uh -huh. uh, one of my cousin's weddings this past weekend. Yeah, and like the amount of people that like like oh I used that site to watch Fortnite, and I'm like oh yeah, well when I was at TwitchCon, I mean I was I met Lupo, Tim, I seen everybody. They're like what? 
wait, really? And they're like, it, all these connections and seeing what I do is just, it's, it's, it's crazy. It really is growing fast. I get texts from friends like once a week, like people who haven't talked to you since high school that are like, wait, that's you? Like I, <laughs> I, had, I had one person that I was, that I've been friends with for a long time. He moved away in like high school. And I saw that him he, on Instagram, he was following Connor Eats Pants on Instagram. And I was like, you know, like they told you that's me. And he goes, what? And I'm like, that's me. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, that makes sense now. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, it makes sense. Uh, it's yeah. fucking great. Like, well, how did you not make this connection before? But it was, it was funny. Holy crap. I've definitely, uh, I've definitely had some people do that. Which is nuts because usually everyone's just like, oh, you're the bald one. Uh, <laughs> I fucking know you. You're, you're bald. If you just lean into it, chat. So uh, we're coming up on on you need to stream and everyone in chat has said they want to sub and give you money a whole bunch. So I want <laughs> I want to let you get to that. Um, do you have any like last advice or anything you feel like you didn't get to say today that I, that you really want to? Um, I gotta think. I mean, I think the the main thing that I want to get like small streamers that are listening to this is yeah. like growth is not going to happen the way that like you imagine it to in mm. terms of like you get a host you're gonna be big you all this happens you're suddenly you're suddenly at the top it, it's just not how it works and i think the most important thing about being a small streamer is interactivity with your chat and being being involved um because when those opportunities arise it is because of your interaction the connections that you make absolutely yeah. man thank you so much for being on um no like, problem dude. I, i'm down to do it again sometime uh, well we are we are definitely gonna this was a pretty all-star podcast we're definitely gonna have you back and i've been wanting to do like a panel show where i get a whole bunch of folks on again and i definitely feel like you you're you're good fit um <laughs> yeah for for that <laughs> um good, yeah, yeah. so uh, but before you go please tell everyone where they can find you on the internet um, so that they can follow you and, uh, learn a whole lot about how incredible your fucking chat is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just go by Connor eats pants. I'm pretty much everything. And that's C O N and O R. Oh yeah. You were going to ask how I got that name. And yeah, I was, I was going to ask you about how you got that name. Yeah. That was yeah, quick. from, so I went by Connor, like spelled weird, like C O N zero and like four R's for oh, a little bit. Like when yeah. I first started on like YouTube and Twitch. And pretty quickly, I was like, well, this isn't going to work because you can't just say that to somebody. And then they find and I'm sure you remember that name a long time ago in the yeah, chat. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so I was like, well, what can I do to I do recognize that fucking name? <laughs> yeah. At one point, I was like, OK, so what do I do to fix that? And so my that was well, my name is Connor. I'm definitely going to keep that because people know me from that. And then uh, there's this show on Nickelodeon called iCarly. And there was an episode where they tell the teacher that he eats pants. Mm -hmm. I was just saying, I remember I was changing my name because I, I got a PlayStation that Christmas and I had to make a name and I was like, I wanted to change it. So I was like, well, I do remember that. And I was like, okay, well, there you go. That's something easy to remember. <laughs> you're not going to forget that. So that is... that's an important advice for small streamers too, is when you're making your name, make it something people can verbally say and, like, 100%. and type it out. Please yeah. don't be like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, Absolutely. don't, don't be all consonants. All right. Yeah. So chat. And anyone listening on the podcast, go follow Connor Eats Pants everywhere, especially where? Twitch. Especially Twitch. 
if you if you do one thing today, you're going to open up your phone. You're going to follow Connor Eats Pants on Twitch. It's a picture of pants with teeth. <laughs> is is the picture yeah. you'll see? Okay, Connor, thank you so much um, for being on. Uh, no problem, dude. Uh, and I thank you. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Connor's chat, uh, for being so unbelievably entertaining and uh, making yeah, me try not to stream the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. thanks. <laughs> thanks for trying to uh, make me laugh the entire time about asking about big milkers, which is apparently <laughs> uh, something you're all very excited about a new Fortnite skin. Yeah, I like um, how they asked uh, with large breasts. Any, like, <laughs> they're like my favorite question is, uh, have you had sex? Also, do you have any pets? <laughs> That was an actual message in my chat a couple weeks ago. Some guy came in my chat, never here before. I was like, Connor, have you, have you ever had sex? Also, do you have any pets? Oh I was my like, gosh. what a question. What a loaded question. That is that a bizarre question. Yeah. Oh, my God. When is Connor streaming? He is streaming right after this on Twitch.tv slash Connor. Yeah, pants. go figure out what I'm doing. Yeah, he's going to go do that, and we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for watching uh, the, the podcast. We'll be back every Monday right around this time on uh, Twitch.tv slash Raredrop. Uh, please follow Rare Drop everywhere that you can so you can stay up to date on all of the content that we're making. I appreciate you being here, and I hope you learn something. And uh, when it comes to the podcast, uh, the only thing I ever ask you to do is share this with somebody you think needs to hear it. Um, so whoever that person is you thought of right now, just fucking text it to him. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, chat. Bye.